Okay. Do you want to start just by telling me your name and where you live and... My name is William Bruno. They call me that. Sometimes they call me different than that. <laughs> yeah. When were you born? In the Kamenka village. Mm-hmm. In... 1907, October 23rd. Okay. Uh, when did your uh, father and and his brothers come from Russia? Well, they came on the same boat as the rest of them came. Uh, 1898, isn't it? 98, yeah. Do you remember the name of the, the boat they came over on? I knew, but uh, I couldn't tell you. Is it the SS Huron or Lake yeah. Erie? Or? Yes, I think so. so. One of them, yeah. It was a cattle uh, boat they used to haul a cattle ship, you know. So they washed it up one day and cleaned it up. They had, you know, the cooperers themselves done that. And they had quite a bit of cleaning to do, and that's why they came. I couldn't exactly tell you the name of the boat. Did they ever talk about the trip over? Oh, yes. Or do you remember what they had to say about it? It was a pretty rough trip there. They said that was a very rough one. Lots of times they figured they could, they wouldn't make it. And uh, say there's a guy there with them that they sent in, you know. The guy, like, came in through here with her. By the name was Sudarzhitsky. I don't know his first name, but uh, Sudarzhitsky was his name, second name. And uh, he used to come out and he said, a lot of them got sick, you know, by uh, waves and so on and so on. I think it took him, what, 40 days? A night like to get here on that ship. What part of Russia did they come from? Well, Dad, uh, Dad came from Bishkechet. Uh, See, that'll be in Georgia. There, uh, there. Uh, city wasn't like uh, like we got Regina here, and that was Tbilisi. Okay. See, that's where Dad Dad came from. And mother came from Radiwonoka. Uh, they had the same, uh, went the same uh, city like Tbilisi there, but they were over the mountain, some kind of a mountain there, 40 miles in between. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and where mom came from, it was cold. Uh, they had, at that time, they couldn't even grow bar. They used to freeze on them at times. But where dad came from, and the, the garden, they could have left some of the garden, like if I left potato or something in the garden, never falls. Mm -hmm. I think they grow lots of tea in there now, and uh, stuff like that. Georgians. Yeah. Who came over from your family, was it? Well, my grandfather came, both grandfathers, see. Uh, my grandmother, she died in in uh, Russia yet, and uh, that's my uh, uh, my mom's mother, and then uh, my dad's 
Bother, I think she died also in the old country, Russia, <coughs> here. Just the two grandfathers like came here. And uh, dad had two brothers and one sister. See, they came like in here. I uh, don't even know the sister. I never seen her. I said the cousin, just one boy and his family, two daughters there from Saskatoon there. Uh, that's about all I knew of that part in there. See, I never saw my dad, my dad's dad, my grandfather, like on that side. I uh, never, he died before I remember, you see. But my mother's dad, I remember well, he died fairly old. He was close to 100 years old when he died. You had a picture of him there. Mm -hmm. So, the ones that settled around here were your father and Peter and John and their their father. They all settled in this area. Yeah, yeah. when they came up, I guess they they had the, the village. They started out someplace uh, they didn't stay very long, south of Campsack, and then they, they moved to that Bearhead Creek. They had a, and then that's where they ended up in Kaminka. That's where I was born. All my family, my sister, my brother, older brother Nick, my sister, she's still in Calgary. And uh, I was the youngest in the family at that time. Mm -hmm. So you remember the village? I already, my time, I remember the village, some of it. But they already were breaking up, see, they already homesteaded and some went to BC and some up and there, see. But I remember part of it, yeah. It was, the street was north and uh, south on it, and those were on the other side of the uh, street, like we'd say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was quite a village, too. It, was, it must have been over a quarter of a mile long, you know, like. And houses, you know, just one street, there houses on this side, and they had garden plots on both sides there. All log houses. Mm -hmm. some, had, some had this uh, thatch roofs, you know, them, uh, they made some kind of a little shoes out of it, stuck them in clay, and, Put them like shingles and keep on going. Got this uh, uh, slow grass mm -hmm. and uh, dip it in this uh, clay uh, somehow. And I never don't remember them doing it much of it. Just a little bit at once. That was already before my time. They already started something else already. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then they had a brick factory someplace up around here too. Yes, closer past air and some place, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm just gonna stop for a second. Okay. I'd like to know a bit about Peter Bludoff and some of the whatever you know about him would be good. I'll well he was just like a uh, father to me anyway. When he was see we were raised in 
right across the uh, road there. See, till we came here uh, to this place. See, I must have been seven. Nine or ten years old when he came here to this place here. And, uh, but down there we lived together. Uh, Uncle Pete, he was a real, real father to the boys and everybody else. Was, had he taken up photography at that time? Do you remember? Yeah. He had done that quite a while. I remember he had that uh, kind of a hood that you throw over some kind of... I used to go, he used to go in the cellar uh, to develop pictures there. He had some kind of a lantern there with uh, kind of reddish light on it or something like that. And uh, oh, he, he was interested in that thing there. Mm-hmm. Uncle Pete. Did he make a living off that? Did he? Which? Did he make a living off that, or off of photography? Did he charge people for? No, 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 no. That wasn't his. In them days, Bob nobody charged nobody nothing because nobody had nothing. No, <coughs> Uncle Pete when he, so when they came here. And then to this village here where my dad homestead is like. And their homestead, they used to go from the village to Aaron. And there was uh, old uh, Joe Copen. He printed the paper there, arrow paper there. And uh, Colleen Pritchard, see, he repaired to Mackenzie's daughter here. And he was a treasurer in municipality there. And he used to teach him English, see, they went. They work, and then uh, every evening or something, then they have to walk down to Aaron four miles, and uh, they picked up uh, English, uh, see. Uncle Pete, he had all kinds of those books and law books and down there. I don't know what they done with them, the boys. At that time, he started up to sometime way after midnight. Then he was reeve for many years. The reeve of St. Philip's? Yes, St. Philip's municipality, yeah. And uh, them days, uh, nobody had no education, you know, like in English. And they used to come up and uh, he used to help them out with uh, a lot of this here. Problem they had, you know, to go to some place for something, homesteads or something like that. he helped with lots of them. He got to that, you know, them days, uh, they already broke a little bit of land there and farmed had the seed and cows and so on and so forth, a few horses. And uh, it come, seeding time come, and somebody came and wanted a few bags of uh, seed. Another guy came up, and, and then they ended up that uh, in them days they were born, you know. And then the, he had nothing to see it himself. He had to watch. <laughs> yeah. Gave too much away. Yeah. So he did some, like he helped out people in the courts and things too, you were saying the last time? Yeah. What did he do there? Well, he was interpreter in a lot of cases, you know, like in the courts. So on and so forth. I know uh, a lady down there, you know, them hard times when they came up and they, 
you stuck up up if you don't pay taxes or something, you owe. She was a widow, Ukrainian widow. Uh, North of Ireland, I couldn't tell you the name. And they went and all this relief inspectors and stuff like that and sheriff went down there throwing things out. Kids and everything, they had to go on the road, you know. See, that's the way it was at that time. But he came up and he found some way that or other that there was no, they couldn't do that. See, and he stood up and he was in the politics too, Uncle Pete. To the, I guess they listened and they put it back, they, they never threw it out anyway. For, this, for time being, anyway. What did he do for a living? What was his main occupation? He worked for making roads for the government. He was a foreman on the roads and he was selling machinery, working the store and uh, all this kind of uh, jobs there. And then he, when he was home, uh, after hours or something, when he got home, they had to walk. He always walked home. And then his belly was about, what, uh, eight miles? And Aaron was four miles there. After he got home, he got a hold of an accent till midnight, chopping wood, scrubbing. You know, that farm there that they are, he pretty near done that with an axe, scrubbed that place himself. So he kept up farming as well as working out? Well, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't too much of a farmer. Like, he was scrubbing stuff like that, but he had somebody else to drive horses or something like that, break or plow or something like that. He wasn't a farmer. But then he did. Trashermen, he had a trashing machine, and he used to go and fix them trashing machines. Lots of places already people start to buy there. And uh, nobody could say, you know, they had that cylinder teeth in the trashing machine, and not rub bars, but teeth. And you had to set them by some kind of gauge, and then nobody could set them as good as he does. If it's not set right, it'll crack grain or the head would go through or something. Mm-hmm. It's quite a bit of that. So did he have, he was kind of, you said he had lots of books, he had lots of hobbies. Which? He had lots of hobbies that he was interested in. Like yeah, he well, he used to spend all too. He used to sit down, you know, the spinning wheels. Mm-hmm. And he could do that. Ladies used to need showers, you know, and find work. They'd get him to uh, spin that well they raised their own sheep at that time and uh, that said he had done that and then he, he had this lathe made wooden uh, you know things uh, fancy stuff and then he made spinning wheels he was a carpenter he built the house himself and uh, that uh, had lots of hobbies you said he kept bees as well he kept bees? Yeah, 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 yeah. Who did everything? He had that uh, thing with him, all that stuff, yeah. Uh, all that things that uh, when they take the honey out and put it in the cans and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. He had gloves and everything. But somehow he would go in there 
and the bees, uh, they wouldn't touch them, you know. I don't know how they Yeah, he had quite a few hives in there. Mm. Well, yeah, a lot of a lot of the older beekeepers, they, they would work without masks or gloves or anything. Yeah, but anyway, he had a mask, I think, and put it on and glove, yeah. I guess, when he was taking the honey out or something like that. But when he went checking, he never wore nothing. Yeah. yeah. They usually don't bother you, I guess. I wouldn't want to do it. No, no, not me either. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, he helped a lot of people out. And them days, no, no, nobody charged, no, nothing. Today, you go ask anybody first, and they say, how much you pay? Them days, nobody, if you want help so wood or something that you had more than you need. Uh, help each other or somebody want to shingle the barn or something like that. A lot of people came to help. Uh, he worked for Campbell Brothers. What did he do for them? Selling machinery. Ford cars and my dad got that sold too. For Campbell Brothers and Selling uh, implements, soy messy, high thing outfit, and for bees, he was store there. Bay dad worked in the store. That was my dad was same thing. He wasn't a farmer. Uh, he worked out in the store selling machinery. He was collecting for some company here. Got even in a fight one time over that. <laughs> Hmm? What kind of a fight? Well, he came up on the street, uh, Lou Campbell. He was collecting for Campbell's. And somebody said, I guess, oh, the guy was drinking a little bit. And that came up, he thought, no, he was going to the farm and tell him this note was due to pay or something. And uh, he came up on Lou Campbell. That was, they had this um, business for Campbell Brothers there. And uh, that came up, and that guy said, oh, you can't collect on the street. I guess maybe he was right, that other guy. And that said, uh, what's the use of me going there? You're here or something. And the other guy started arguing, and then all of a sudden, he said, you're so-and-so Dukeborg, you know. This and, that. <laughs> and they went out and fight. But Lou told me, Campbell, he said, that guy didn't last very long. <laughs> that was a very husky guy. Lou said, he said, that they wore them, remember them kind of brownish raincoats at the time they had to go, you know, when they went buggy and horses and then to collect. And Lou said, he said, I went and I took his raincoat off. Well, he said, all I've seen, that guy was down already. Your uncle John died fairly young. Yeah. Uncle John, he was the youngest of them, uh, two brothers and a sister. Like he was the youngest one in here. John was a good farmer, good mechanic. 
and uh, he used to trade, you know, raise horses and all that kind of stuff. Helped a lot of guys with uh, machinery in them days. Uh, you know, they came here and they didn't know so much about it. Well, them guys, they already knew a little bit, you know, how to set and so on and so forth <coughs> in here. And he found here too. He came from there when they all moved. Uncle Pete stayed there. And uh, the two brothers, my dad and Uncle John, they came here two miles east and a mile south of Pelly there. John had half section there, Uncle John. And here he is already had uh, a Belgian stadium that he had a guy drive around, you know, in here. Then there's horses, pretty mares in here. Up. Nice Belgium stadium. And then the swamp feeder came and took everything. Horses died. Dead must have lost about, oh, around 40 head. What year would that have been? That would be, what year did he have that flu? During the First World War. Um, and then after that, they had this uh, here. See, uh, that was sometime during the First World War they had that. And then they had that sleeping sickness on horses. That was already later years. I couldn't tell you exactly years what mm -hmm. was that. What year did John die? I forgot already what year. See, Alec was... It'll be around 20 or something down there. See, the kids were very small. He's, he had uh, two boys and a girl. See, Johnny was just uh, a thought yet. So, so that must be about there. Mm -hmm. you, I got a couple of pictures from you, and one of them showed John yeah. when he was before he was buried, and then another one had a, a kind of a service? Yeah, well, that's when he died. So, yeah. It was one you had there was his funeral, and one was they have, after six weeks, they had their kind of remembrance there. And that was it. Yeah, that's, I think you got two pictures of him. Yeah. What, what would happen at uh, our remembrance service? What? Well, they went and they remember, they pray. You know, somehow, and I'm not too religious a guy. <laughs> it's okay, I'm not. <laughs> so I don't pay too much attention to that. They, they still have that. Some don't already, see. And some they still have. After six, they get together and then they sing hymns and... Uh, they make sure that he goes to hell and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
tell me a bit more about uh, when Peter worked for the municipality? What what kind of job he would have been doing? Well, he for municipalities he was a reason. Uh, they supervised the, your division, like municipality. The Davos was Saint Philip's, and uh, he looked after the roads, looked after this, like that, and whatever it was necessary. Then you had councillors there; they have a meeting and they decide what to do. The Reef supposed to be the head of them, tell them and so on, and taxes and all that kind of stuff. See, that's about all he did. But uh, when he was working for the government, that's where he built the roads. He built this road here, highway. There was nothing here at that time. You know, we had some of this road that was going here between here and there. About, oh, about what? Before miles east of Pella there. We had horses, and we had to pull out horses with uh, another team of horses. They just sucked back up in there. You had to chop up a bunch of brush and drop it in there. And then they hold the store piles. If anybody had any extra store, they hold that in there. And then your horses, they can go through there. You had wheelers, scrapers, and uh, you can keep dumping the horses. But some can get to, but some got bucked down and they couldn't get out. You had to uh, pull them out. This is the way they were roads and there was made. Mm-hmm. And the railway here was the same way with wheelbarrows. I remember from the village yet they took us down to watch on a team of horses somebody drove down there. I just remember seeing them guys with wheelbarrows and shovels and stuff on there. Some would be holding somebody in there. And they had them uh, cars there. They used to go, you know, they, put, they used to pump uh, them things there. That's the way they went on the railway track. <laughs> but uh, when they say, when the train, they started to come up, and then they already started to haul this gravel and dump it, and I guess with the shovels. And this, they keep on spreading that like. Go back to the village. What was the name of the village that you were born in? Kamink. Do you know what that means? Does it have any special meaning in English? In which? Yeah, does it? What do, does that have a special meaning in English? Well, uh, I don't know. It is. Say Kamink had lots of stones. So that was uh, it is. So. Uh, that's about all I know. That's their name. I like, get a lot of quite a bit of stones around there. This is how they name it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and when your your father and your uncles took out their homesteads, it was on the village site. See, there was a, I just Bob. I would just remember. Uh, That'll be some place 
I guess uh, maybe before I was born, Mama. Mm-hmm. See, seven, maybe, maybe six, five or something like that. Four up and then they, they should they took it shortly after they got here, see, homestead, because the villages already were breaking up. When I remember, I remember that he bought a a model T Ford. And the driver there was, you know, they had, you know, like cars now driving, you got gears and that, but Ford had, you press down and hold it, that's your low gear, two gear, and then when you get moan a little bit, then you drop this uh, clutch, and that catches, and uh, then it goes on high gear. And he came up into the village, and he would step, on it, he put near ran over the turkeys, their uncle Pete's turkeys in the village. And then you step on it, you press it too hard, it'll go on low, and let go, it'll go on high, see. But he had that lever down, uh, the motor was uh, going to be the heck, and he kept on going around the village there, he had the old basement there, somehow, and the old car had that basement, and stopped it, and that's as the hell with it, they never drove it again. <laughs> Yeah. So, he had that first Model T that still had that um, carbide lights on it, and uh, your headlights were of magneto. If your motor was running faster, you had lights. If not, it was uh, uh, you had nothing. See, but then. The, no, that was the second one had with this. Uh, the first one had this carbine lights on it, uh, on the side of this thing here. You had that some kind of a carbide and light a match to it, and you had the lights at night. And, you know, so, so that was that. That was it. And then the, but Uncle Pete, he drove, he had cars. But uh, he was already walking. He walked a lot of miles walking. He drove cars for where he walked. And, uh, but my dad, when he was, he drove horses. See, they had beautiful driving horses in them days. Mm-hmm. Selling something wherever they went. Doctors and all them guys, that's what it was. Uh, they drove horses driving teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, then this is tough. Oh, no, 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 They had to go shopping. You see, from that Kamenke village, they took a, when they started down there, they took a wagon. And uh, well, I guess there's even some place, maybe Bob maybe had a picture of it, you know, box on the wagon, mm-hmm. and they w- took it that way to Yorkton. Oh. On them cross the rivers and all that stuff, see. And they would get supplies and they'd bring it up themselves. That was their horses and stuff like that, yeah. Right. I don't know how long they done it, but they done it. And then they started to be little stores here, 
like Pally, Aaron started to build up when the railway came in through here. So there was here, up here by the Sinaboy River, Mackenzie had a post, outpost down there. So it started up. But I, I already remember there was already stores. Take that Aaron there, it kind of gradually built up as a nice little town there. Quite a few stores there, hotel, pool rooms, and there, and so on. How about the school? How about the schools? Was there a school nearby? Schools, they, they, they built. I went. I couldn't tell you why. There's two miles south of Aaron Paseca School there. That's where I started school. And uh, from Aaron, McLean's, Wright's, and some of them, they went to that school, Paseca School. So I don't remember if there was school in Aaron or not, you know that. My brother, myself, and myself, we started school down there. And then when we came here, there was no school here yet. Uh, Lister school like and uh, we went to Pele here my sister and my brother my brother he already quit school he worked and we went to Pele here we had the clerks there he was a JP in town here and he had the family he was uh, he was an Englishman and he uh, came here he had uh, I guess his wife died in England, and he had Tommy and Alan, boys from his first marriage, Clark. And then he married a, a lady here. She was half-breed, or maybe less. I think she was a link, link later. A very nice lady, very nice lady. She was. And then he went, he had, a, in the summertime, at his Model T, uh, and he drove down and we just lived oh, a quarter of a mile from their place uh, our neighbors was they were south of us and so on and we used to walk to their place and drive into town uh, to school that's the way we went to school till uh, Lister school built up there then we went to Lister school there. I went two years only in, to Lister school and then we had this Clark's, he had a daughter there. Uh, I don't know if she was a school teacher or she could have been a school teacher. Maybe she was teaching school. And then we went down there and she was to teach us to or come, you know, like teach us a little bit more. Heck of a nice family there was. They went to BC then from here. This is when they went to BC. At that time, they bought an orchard there. And they used to send us apples uh, in the boxes. And I'll bet you some of them apples, I don't know how they got there. Them there would say as big as this, them. You know, so. But they couldn't keep. Some of them went spoiled before they got here, you know. Yeah. Do you have any fond memories of going to school? Do you remember? Well, what stories? kind of memories did you go? In them days, there was kind of, you know, discrimination, little bit, lots of it in there, so it was a fight a lot, that's about all. My cousin, he quit going to 
school to Pele here. Oh, On account of that, say in, the, in them days, a school teacher in town here, or maybe I guess every place, you had to behave inside the school like. But once you, she let you out, then she is not responsible for it. And then there was fighting here. Uh, Just among the children? Among, among the school kids? Yeah, yeah, right. among the school kids, yeah. Lots of fighting. Yeah. What kind of discrimination? Well, you're Dukobar and so on and so forth, and I am so and so, and they used to, they used to think, you know, that uh, uh, Dukobar was, you know, to be the truth about it was just like nothing or something there. Mm. If you went to court at them days or something, how innocent you were, but you were guilty anyway. But later on, they started to improve. But uh, our neighbors down there, we had uh, Balls, Lesters, down there, Bammers, and so on and so forth. You couldn't find any better neighbors than them. See. And there was Davis down there, and uh, very nice neighbors. But to school here, you come in here, the kids among the kids, I guess what, maybe talking home or something like this, and this was that. Sometimes they'll hear their parents talking and then come, they can hear their parents talking about things and then come to school. Uh, I I can't hear my Oh, it's okay. Um, What other things do you remember about going to school? You the subjects that you took, or any concerts that you did? Oh, yeah, yeah, we had, that was, that, that was really fun in them days. They had, in the summertime, they had picnics sometime, you know, different schools and used to join up in here. And uh, them Christmas concerts, mm-hmm. they had, and we had dancers in that lesser school quite often. Mm-hmm. See, quite often. And we had roses down there. And uh, they were uh, really interested in the, uh, this here dance, and they used to teach us to start out what or so. And they'd be ahead of everything there. And we used to get them from house to house and had parties, you know, little bit kids and there, like younger generation. They had better, they had better time then than they have now. <laughs> that, that's, that's the truth. What kind of dances, what kinds of dancing did you do? Well, everything, shatish, foxtrot, uh, you name it, and uh, waltz, and uh, polkas, and uh, square dancing, lots, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, tap dancing, and everything. Butterflies? Eh? And butterflies? Yeah, something, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah butterflies, that's that. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're just about to take care of stuff.